Like, they ran out of room at the steel tower, so, like, they have them all on, like, a shared floor plan where you have to sign in for a desk every day you come in, and you only come in, like, twice a week. Oof, okay. Yeah, but that part sucks, is that there's a chance you come in, find parking, and then you don't have a desk and have to go home. <sighs> oh, God. I know. I'm like, why wouldn't you plan it out so there's at least enough desks for everyone? <laughs> so you'd want to get there early so you know that you get a desk, right? Yeah. Unless I guess you, re- you really like that drive, and you're like, "Fuck it." <laughs> I tried, guys. For that long, yeah. Or you hang out at like Panera, I guess, all day. <laughs> Order like a half cup of soup every two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I get to be an expensive fucking day. Panera's expensive. I, I didn't. Yeah, I guess you could go to like the Wendy's, get a cup of chili every four hours. <laughs> <laughs> that would be more my speed. I guess the only problem with that is, is like. What do I do with my laptop when I have to go to the bathroom at the Wendy's? <laughs> like, <laughs> am I taking it in or am I leaving it here? <laughs> Live from the Wendy's bathroom. <laughs> oh, fuck, I got a Zoom meeting in the Wendy's bathroom. <laughs> and here comes the chili. Sorry, guys. <laughs> chili, chili was a bad choice. <laughs> this is what happens when it's three cups a day. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Bright Guy and his Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is a man that has been absent from the show for far too long. Andy Stolz is back. What's up, podcast people? And uh, whatever intro I try to give him, it will in no way live up to the hype that he's about to give himself. Ian Leidick. What is up, Simp Nation? Now, right now, I want all you simp heads worldwide to look around, and I want you to go right to your browsing. Go to your browser, type in OnlyFans.com backslash I am the Great Leon, and you go to that OnlyFans for $14.99 a month. You get to see it all. That's right, Simples. You get to see it all. So once again, SimpNation, OnlyFans.com backslash I am the Great Leon. Sticking with, wait, Leon or Leon? Uh, you can pronounce it however you want, baby. $14.99 <laughs> a month. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I will get right on that. Thank you. <laughs> That money goes to support my many needs. <laughs> All your other podcasts and shows and YouTube channels, whatever else you got in the works. I have, a, if you've listened to this show, you know I have a very large background in a producing a lot of content, and it takes a lot of money to it's put an out eclectic that much mix. I mean, I'm still in the hole for that rock opera. <laughs> I forgot about the rock opera. <laughs> a couple of Pl- Paul Blart podcasts, I think, right? Well, we got we got sponsored for those by um. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> you, can, you can guess why. Because <laughs> does making. Yep, that's the right amount of sense right there. Yep. Oh shit. Uh, all right, so uh, we're yep. a few days early on our end, uh, but we're here to celebrate May the Fourth, Star Wars Day. Because let's face it, this show looks for any excuse to talk about Star Wars. So just chalk this one up as another one. Um, I guess serious question: Do you guys actually have any plans to celebrate Star Wars Day? Watching a movie? Playing a game, reading a book, anything? Uh, I don't think so. Well, that's sad. 
I'm Ian, gonna, anything? I'm, I'm going to boot up KOTOR. I don't know which one yet, either the multiplayer, like the MMO, or one of the other ones. If I boot up one of the other ones, I'm going to get real sad that they never made more. And then if I boot up the <laughs> MMO, I'm going to end up paying them money so I can move faster. <laughs> so it's going to be a real tough day for me regardless. So you're going to be crying in the corner what? by the time I mean, the day's over? You can play the MMO for free, I believe. You can, but I, I feel like there's too many restrictions, so I'm going to have to give them money. Oh, yeah. I, I just, mean... I'm just addicted to... I'm addicted to like moving fast. I'm like, I hey, here's your money. Here's the fuck. I'm like, I paid for WoW for God knows how long. So I'm like, hey, here's your Star Wars money. And didn't you play Old Republic? I did play the Old Republic for a while. When how far? How long did you get into it before you sort of fell off? Uh, six to eight months, I'd say. That's a good bit. Yeah. I stopped playing because uh, no one else that I had been playing with kept playing. So. Oh yeah, that makes it rough. Then I only played for like the stories, so like I once I did them, I was like, okay, that's a good game. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna raid. I'm not a professional raider. I'm not doing that in Destiny. I'm not doing that in fucking Knights of the Old Republic, and I'm certainly not doing that in insert World of Warcraft. Let's say, fuck them, <laughs> fuck you, Blizzard. I've never been a big raider, even in the the Destiny games. I never really got into the raiding thing, and it, it to me like the group content is difficult because. Um, terrible so <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm bringing everyone down when i'm doing it if it's not like friends that i also know that aren't that good. Well, part yeah, of it's just, just like the only way i did it too the time but if you're like you know doing the matchmaking and shit i'm just like god damn it like i know for like the one the destiny 2 i played one of the new seasons and that like it wasn't really a raid raid. It was just like their new PvE content and just matched you with like a couple of dudes. So, but it was like kind of easy. So I didn't feel bad. But then there's ones where I got from Destiny 1, I think the one where you could get Gallahorn or something. Someone brought me in there. And like, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? I do not belong in this. <laughs> I was like, I am not leveled properly for this. I don't know these goddamn jumps. What the? F <laughs> Why did you do this to me? Why? What, now all your friends hate me. Yeah, you're always left behind. Like, where do I... You're not even... You're afraid to ask where to go because everyone's so far ahead of you. You don't want to try to make it known that you're that far back. I'm like, it'll teleport me eventually if they get that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing that pissed me off, too, is, like, I tried to join a couple of those, like, higher-end things because mm -hmm. I was geared as much as I could gear without doing the actual content. And as soon as you log on, you're like, this is my first time, people will just bail. And yeah. You're just like, well, fuck me. Like, how am I ever going to learn? Yeah, like with Knights of the Old Republic, the thing was is um, even the raids have like like uh, dialogue and stuff with options, but people just yeah. want you to smash that skip button yeah. to get through it. And you're like, but bro, I haven't, like, I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I want to read it, motherfucker. Like, and they're all important. they're they're like three boxes away, and you're like, oh, that was a cool. Holy fuck! And you know, like, <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. So for this one, we're keeping it hopefully maybe kind of short. We're only got two sort of topics we're going to try to cover. Um, first topic came out of uh, a conversation that I had with a friend who actually still has not seen any Star Wars movie. So I started to think about like what order I would recommend for him to watch. And I feel like traditionally I've always told people who are new to the franchise, start with a new hope, watch the original trilogy, then go to the prequels. But that was really, I guess, before the sequel trilogy came out, before there were spinoff movies, before, you know, the franchise was 10 movies strong or whatever it was. It was just six. So, I mean, the more I thought about it, I started to think, like, I think my recommendation for viewing order would change for people that are new to the franchise. 
And I think there's really only like three different viewing orders. There's the release order. So you watch the original trilogy, prequel trilogy, and then the sequel trilogy. You can go chronologically, episodes one through nine, just watch them straight through. Or the machete order, which for anybody unfamiliar, you go, you start with A New Hope, you watch Empire, and then you go to the prequels and watch them as sort of like a flashback, and then you jump back in at six, and then at, I guess at this point we just watch all the sequel trilogy too. Um, although I think if you Google the uh, machete order, a lot of people omit episode one from the list. I'm not quite sure why, so I'm just putting you know it in why? here. You know why? Well, it's still part of the story. Like, but regardless nothing of really if, happens. If you, I think enough happens, especially if you go into other Star Wars content, that I think it's it's worth being included. So I'm like putting it, it on my list. I mean, if you go to other... But I mean, because Darth Maul never appears again, so you don't even care. Qui-Gon's gone. You don't, you know, the people that die in it, you don't care, because they never appear again, except for these yeah. couple of different random things. Anakin, like, you just see him in training instead of as, like, this little little boy. The You know, his relationship with Padme is established early on in 2. There's just a lot you don't need, and then you also kind of miss out on Jar Jar stepping in poo. Now, the only reason, like, if I were to say, let's not watch one, I would still edit in the pod racing scene somewhere, so you would have to watch the <laughs> pod race, because that's, that's might be my favorite moment in Star Wars, is pod <laughs> racing, because that's also the best video game in Star Wars. After after Empire, you just cut to a half, half hour of a pod race, and then just jump into episode two. <laughs> I don't know, there's a lot to be said about the, the uh, final lightsaber battle oh, yeah. there, yeah. so... So I guess that's something we can sort of debate in our list and stuff like that. Um, so I guess sort of framing it, I came at it just with, you know, with the idea of like for a first time viewer, how would this work? And I think machete orders sounds weird, but think about it from a first time viewer that keeps a lot of the twists and turns there. So if they would start with four and then go to empire that keeps the reveal that Darth Vader is Luke's father. If for some reason, you know, pop culture reference has escaped this viewer forever. Um, and then it would treat the prequels as a flashback. By the time you get to Return to Jedi, hopefully that you sort of highlight the similarities between Anakin and Luke's journey, and you can see how they sort of diverged and differ. Um, I, mean, I mean, the sequel trilogy, I guess, was never really part of that viewing order, so I, you could just add it to the end and be fine. Um, so I guess sort of just like out of those three different options for a viewing order to... And I, of course, I guess too. Then you, now you got to think: Do you want to factor in the spinoffs and stuff? Does Solo and Rogue One need to be in those orders, and where do they fit in each of those orders if you try to do them? So, it, you know, that's just another sort of wrench to throw in there. Um, but you know, before we sort of get bogged down on all the questions and stuff, we'll just start with like: I know the machete order sounds a bit odd. Have you, you have you guys both heard of that order before? That's not new. I believe you've mentioned it before. Okay. I know it for Star Wars, and I think um, something else has that too. I feel like. Yeah, I think it's it's named after like the Robert Rodriguez movies, like uh, Machete's the one movie, and then what Battelle's the other one. God Machete. Yeah. Yeah, I just like saying it. <laughs> Josh is gonna skewer me if he ever listens to this. Robert Rodriguez, the Desperado. Yes, I think it's that as well. Yeah. And Once upon a time in Mexico. Yes, that's the other one. Yes, I think it has to do with those three movies, how they tell a story. Um, so it's, it's named after that. Um, 
so anyway, do you, how do you feel about, we'll just start with that one. How do you feel about that order? And I guess if you've never really heard of them, you probably haven't sat down to try to watch them. It's, it's an order I've always wanted to experiment with and try, but I've never actually sat down and done it. I just wondered like with that, my only like, not maybe only issue, but the issue that starts me off, like the first thing I thought of when you're when thinking about it is if it's jarring the jump back to one, two and three, because of how much technology changed like yeah i mean they edited in the cgi and stuff but it's not even about that it's the lightsaber fights are a lot cooler outside of the original trilogy because they just had a lot more to work with and i don't know if that would be jarring then to go to six and being like that fight's not that cool (laughs) like (laughs) you know like luke's fight at the end with like vader and then with palpatine it's not like that cool like it's it's pretty standard it's there's none of this high-flying action you don't got a little baby yoda thing flipping 20 times you know there's no like um oh there's no dual blades and shit it's it's a lot more simple you know it's more straightforward and i i don't know if that would be jarring for someone being like because maybe they don't think luke's cool now and they're like who gives a shit about this old guy by the time they get to seven like (laughs) why even looking for him he can't even flip (laughs) (laughs) you know it's Point point be told, Luke does do a flip. In out of, of the, the Jedi. Uh, yeah, out of the um, is it Return of the Jedi? He he backflips in Return of the Jedi up to a walkaway when he's fighting Vader. Oh yeah, he does. Now you say it, and I'm like, oh, I see it now. Okay, <laughs> so <Skull>. backflip notwithstanding, <laughs> <laughs> mic drop. I'm done. Okay, that's a good episode. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because he he backflips out of the carbonite chamber. Is that? Uh, he does jump out of the carbonite chamber too. Yeah. Then if you were gonna do machete order, I I'm assuming like in my head again with it, you're gonna put Rogue One in there. But do you start off with Rogue One then? That's what I mean. Like Rogue One, I think is much more needed than Solo. I think Solo could actually probably be omitted from most of these lists. It's one of those things where like if someone if you get through all these movies and someone is still into Star Wars, show them Solo. Well, because that's that just... I think it's the worst movie i just think it's the least relevant in all the other storylines that are happening yeah it's not right. relevant plot wise really right to the overarching skywalker legacy yeah right and rogue one isn't a skywalker movie but it's tied to a big you know it's tied to the death star in episode 4 it's and literally... ties very nicely into that movie <laughs> well right. like 20 seconds apart <laughs> right <something>. yeah <laughs> so and now I... it's like if you're going to start someone at episode 4 for whatever reason do you have to then start with Rogue One now? And I almost want to, because I feel like the Rogue One does a very good job of making Vader seem super badass. He's oh, yeah. so badass at the end of that movie. Like, yeah. it really, like, like I like Vader, I think, in pop culture is, like, grown into, like, that super badass. Like, when you see him in, like, the Force, Away- uh, Force Unleashed games and stuff. Yeah. Like, he's very much in there. Like, I think in the first ones, when you start off as Vader, just fucking up all the oh, Wookiees and shit. Oh, you're just fucking everything you're literally, yeah. you're literally a god. You're essentially, like, <laughs> yeah. there's no ifs, no ands, or buts about it. Yeah, no matter what button you press when you're him, it's just like you're annihilating things. Yeah. And I, I think that then just raises the stakes for how important what they're doing in 4, 5, and 6 is when you see just how all-powerful Vader is. I almost feel like you... if it's, I guess it becomes a conversation, too, is do I need them to, this first movie to click for them, or can I build the best story for them, you know, for right. showing it to someone? Because I'm not... I think it'll still work in either scenario, but I could see wanting to be like, well, here's the actual Skywalker story and not like 
here's the prequel. Like, you, you don't, you know, with Saving Private Ryan, you wouldn't lead to the buildup of the war. <laughs> you, would, you would just get into the war, you know? Yeah. It might be hard to sell someone on, well, this isn't really part of it. This is, um, but it's really cool. And you might not think this guy's saying to be one with the Force, the Force is with, you know, you might not think that's cool because, you know, you haven't seen the Force and shit, but hella cool. <laughs> I think it'd be harder to come back to after the fact. Like if someone gets through the the original trilogy and then you're like, okay, let's go watch Rogue One now because you like that, and then have to explain to them this takes place before the first movie you saw. I'm I I'd be more worried about someone coming into this new and being confused about what happens when. Yeah, no, I, yeah. So I I think I would if I'm gonna do that order, the machete order, I would start with Rogue One. Uh, yeah, I think that's a safe bet. Because it's yeah. it's also really good. That's that's yeah. a good that's a big thing. It's not like now it's a weak in, one. Yeah. Now coming in from somebody who's who has never seen any Star Wars and has avoided pop culture, like we're kind of assuming someone could. Yeah. Um. Don't you think it would be a little bit of a drop off to the Vader's like power or like badass them? Like he's so badass in Rogue One, and then he's considerably less badass in the. You see the hallway trilogy. from Rogue One, and then you get to the Ben Kenobi fight. Yeah, and <laughs> they just they literally like do two moves to each other the entire time, and then it's just like, and then he like stomps on his robe, like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like the the force choking is cool and all, and you know he does have a presence in those movies, like, "Oh God," you know, like the music, and you're like, "It's him," but does he really do anything badass? Yeah, I guess not really until Empire. He does cooler stuff in Empire, obviously, than I think A New Hope. And I think that's just the overall weakness of mixing the original trilogy with everything else. With yeah, with yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit jaded, but I would, I would like to think that I would want somebody to watch it the way that I saw them. Which would be chronologically. Chronological, yeah. So do original trilogy, prequels, and then sequel trilogy. Yeah. And Wait, then fit Rogue One in to start? Wherever. That's yeah. release order. Release order, yeah. Or Not yeah, sorry, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Because um, I was I was surprised Andy had seen them chronologically at first. Yeah. Like, oh wow. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm thinking chronologically release date. Like yeah. that's that's in my head. Yeah. Um so sorry, do you say Rogue One? Would you start with Rogue One, or would you add Rogue One in after the prequels? Uh, I guess it, after if we do in release order, it'd be after what Force Awakens. Yeah, I think it's after seven. Force Awakens. Yeah. So you'd have a new person jump around that much. Well, so you're figuring this is kind of spread out, like one a month, one a week. Right, which I think would make it even more confusing to remember what happened where. But I, I guess that's the other thing about the trilogies, they kind of wrap up relatively. Yeah. Especially, I guess, like the prequel trilogy, if you watch the original trilogy first, it, it, it double wraps up. That story's told, <laughs> and then you also know the sequel to the story. Yeah. <laughs> you know how Vader's ultimate story plays out. Yeah. And I don't think jumping back for... Um, uh, Rogue One hurt you that much because you're like, oh, this is cool to see how that played out. Now that I've seen six out six movies, or seven, I guess, because you're watching Force Awakens first. You know, now it, it builds back in. 
I and I guess it, really you could put Rogue One wherever. It doesn't have to be right after Force Awakens because that's I feel like that's going to confuse somebody too. Like you watch the, you start the sequel trilogy and then say, okay, we're going to go back to the original trilogy, and then next movie after this we're going to go back to the sequel trilogy. What if you just told them it's you don't tell them anything about Rogue One and you just see see if they think it's connected to these new movies. I mean, all you got to do is like when the if you look at the YouTube comments and shit, probably when the trailer for Rogue One came out, because it was after Force Awakens, people assumed it was a sequel to The Force Awakens. You had so many comments it's like another Death Star? No, fucker, it's the first one. I mean, also they would have made 3 if they could. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> they had one idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Starkiller Base is basically a Death Star, so technically they did probably make three. They had one idea. <laughs> I'm surprised they changed for the final movie. <laughs> as as far as like um, confusing the person, I think it really depends on how much they like what you're showing them. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I, I like to really pay attention to stuff that I really like. You know what I mean? So if, if it's sort of just... They're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, this was good. Yeah, whatever. You know, they're just going to check these boxes and say I did it. Yeah, they're going to be confused. But if they're like, holy fuck nuggets and they start like (laughs) actually like, you know, like listing things like what if this and what if that happened? And you're like actually getting into like really good, like intricate Star Wars discussions with them. Then I think they would be totally fine with whatever order you showed them in. Because it was like, I think the I I feel like we're all falling on on different uh orders because i was actually thinking they're just chronologically might be best just start at one and just go here you go just go all the way through as as quote unquote george intended it and see i mean there's a lot of continuity errors and stuff when you do it that way and sort of like ian said like you start with all these really cool lightsaber fights then you go to the really slower paced original trilogy and you know see how that goes i guess but I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm so torn on like what to what to try to try to recommend. And I keep trying to think like what would be my preferred viewing order. And I don't even think I know anymore. I feel like it for me. It's gonna be if I didn't know when I was doing it to myself somehow. <laughs> and I like if I would just take a potion and I'd forget after I set it up on my TV and it would just <laughs> play through. Think it Rogue One still just because it starts at four five six one two three. Then seven nine, just skip eight. Nothing happens. Not important. <laughs> just skipping it. Yeah, anymore. Yeah, they retconned half that. of it. I don't yeah. cares. Would you omit one or would you keep one in? Because you made racing. a pretty good pace for pod one being racing. <laughs> if if not if eight had pod racing, it would stay in the order. <laughs> Qui Gon Jinn, Darth Maul. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in one. I think one is starting to. Depending on the day, I feel like one might be my favorite prequel. I might actually put it over Revenge of the Sith. See, it's tough for me because I like Uh, Clone Wars a lot and people don't like that one. Which one? (laughs) Clone Wars. Or Attack Uh, of the Clone. Whatever the fuck it's called. Attack of the Clones, yeah. Number two. Stop talking about Clone Wars, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. Number two. (laughs) So now this is an Um, Austin Powers podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, so yeah, I think we're all in different ones. Ian's leaning towards Machete, Andy's got uh, release dates. I'm sort of leaning towards chronologically. I like I said, I think Machete would be a fun experiment to do. I think I'm I'm still just kind of like afraid to recommend that as someone 
who has never seen it before. But I think you would know by five whether or not they mix it up. Like, oh, I should abort machete order and just go to <laughs> six, you know? True. Oh, that actually is probably a good idea. Yeah, you can be like, okay, well, I can still salvage um, release order. Right. And then do you fit the holiday special in? <laughs> is that technically no. is that technically a, a movie i feel like even star wars fans don't even want to watch that it's canon <laughs> I I, lucas filmed it and it came out it's canon <laughs> i actually remember trying to watch that at one point it is terrible it's terribly awesome it's terrible <laughs> just flat out terrible i'm afraid it'll give me happiness <laughs> <laughs> I got a bunch of fucking Wookiees selling Wookiee life tank. Come on. <laughs> fucking horrors. The worst part about that is like they're literally just on screen in a room for 15 minutes. Wookiee roaring at each other. Yes. And you have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> subtitles. There's no subtitles. You're just going off of body language and Wookiee roars and hoping you know what the hell's going on. And you know while they're filming it, George is doing lines of coke being like, this is my masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shirtless sitting on the director's chair hand in his pants <laughs> <laughs> oh, I brought the Wookiee child to life <laughs> oh. awesome he needs to yeah, buy it I'm back gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna think of that every time I happen to come across the holiday special now <laughs> oh. uh, I see what you did there come across <laughs> <laughs> wasn't intentional but I'll take it <laughs> So I, I guess just from sort of excluding excluding the, the new person, coming into it as a new person, what would you like to watch? Which order would you usually – I guess if you're, if you're sitting down to Star Wars Marathon, what order are you picking? Well, the most recent one I did, which was before the 789 came out, I did chronological. So you started at 1? Yeah, was that, and I told okay. the story. And that was fun. That would, My roommates would uh, randomly show up in college and be like, oh, shit, you're still watching Star Wars? I'm like, bro, they made sex. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's the one that I would go to, but I would try to add um, everything, all the other content that I could to it, like Clone Wars, the show, and Rebels. And... Well, that's a long marathon. I know, I know. Well, that's why that's they quarantined would, us. That's sort of like what I want to do, you know? I would like to just try to get all the way through it you do that i want to see like some live tweets of like after each movie a little bit of your thoughts as you're getting through <laughs> the shows what you're thinking because i don't i don't know if we'd be able to get on get on the podcast regularly regularly enough to like update with you right but i think it'd be fun to see just like your point of view going through it that way just record 10 minutes i'll throw it on the beginning of every episode <laughs> <laughs> so let's check in with andy again so this yeah, fucking rebel shit, talking. man. <laughs> just, just send me over a clip every now and again. I'll just throw it in. Do you guys know they call themselves the Star Wars Rebels because they're the Rebel Alliance? I didn't know that. Fuck. <laughs> Shit's deep lore, man. <laughs> Blew my mind. Um. Yeah, so I guess we're all a little bit different. I guess yeah, that's where I, we're going to leave it. I, I think you could say something about each of the different viewing orders and like they're each probably good in their own right. I think it's probably just a preference. Yeah, I guess you know. I was I was sort of hoping we'd all sort of come out agreeing on one so then I could be like, okay, 
this is the one I, I would recommend for you. And I think I'm more confused now than what I think I started with on which one to try to pick. No, yeah, that's tough. definitely an enigma. The uh, like fresh person Star Wars viewing. And it's like, is it worth trying to be like, okay, so these are your three options. These are the orders they are. No, which one would you like done. to do? They stopped listening like when you said three options. <laughs> <laughs> Like fuck it, let's play rock band. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I when I think back to when I watched uh, Clone Wars the first time, I went through the Star Wars dot com list and did it like chronologically instead of like release date. And right. let me tell you, like, it was awesome. I really liked it. My brother watched it just however Netflix played it for him, and he said he thought it was much more confusing for him. But right. things like you know matched up eventually. I think the so, first chronological episode you're supposed to watch is like season two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's real fucked up. Yeah, it is super fucked up. That reminds- at, at some point, you're you're rolling along like you they're very. But the first few, you're like jumping around. Right? Yeah, that, that list is terrible. Like, an, it, I definitely much. think it pays off, but it's rough to make sure you're because, you know, anything you watch it on Disney Plus or Netflix, wherever it's at. It just auto plays the next one. So if yeah, you're, not you're like stop, 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 no, fuck, fuck. Yeah, I did that so many times. Yeah, that's where you get into trouble. So I don't know. We'll I'll have to I'll have to think it over and see which one, based on everyone's recommendations, which one to try to do. I think I I feel like I've narrowed it down to either chronologically or machete order, and see one of those. I'm kind of the experiment of the machete order. I've always wanted to do. So I feel like. Oh, that might win out just because I want to see its effect on someone. And well, you're gonna have them like take notes and be like, "Okay, let's 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 measure their cholesterol as we start this one." <laughs> <laughs> if I could do a podcast, I'm not forcing them to be on a podcast, but I I have suggested that that if they want to do it, like you know, feel free to tell me no. But for a first time viewer, if you want to sit down and watch Star Wars and talk about it, I am totally game for that. I might just have Mike sit up while we watch it. They're not on, but you know, they're just there. <laughs> yeah. I might ask you the, the off light. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see if it's it could be future podcast content. It could just be for me and my friend and whoever else watches it. We'll see, but could be could be fun either way. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, all right, so we'll move on to topic number two. Uh, our second topic, um, more or less, I guess, back when Disney bought Lucasfilm, they had all these grand plans for you know all sorts of Star Wars movies. Uh, they were telling us we're getting a sequel trilogy. I'm pretty sure they announced Rogue One, I think, shortly after that, too. And then they were talking about a Han Solo film. So we got all that. Um, during all that time, there was a bunch of other rumors that we might get a possible Yoda movie. There was rumors of a Boba Fett movie. There was rumors of an Obi-Wan movie. Um, Obi-Wan seems to have morphed into the show that we're supposed to be getting on Disney Plus sometime in the future. So that's, that is happening. Um, but the other two never came to light. They never happened. So... When Solo came out, it was the only one that's been labeled a Star Wars story, which kind of gave the impression that there would be other Star Wars story type movies that would come out. And I don't know if we should like sort of loosely call the Star Wars story movies origin movies. I mean, Solo is the only sort of template we have to go on, but we can sort of play with that idea. But either way, the topic we're trying to go with, and this is actually Ian's idea, so well, shout out to Ian. Good call. Um Sort of like, what character would you like to see a Star Wars story about? Or we could sort of just say, like, a uh, spinoff movie. Sort of what spinoff movie would you like to see? Whether if it's not just a character or just 
something else. It's not a star a Skywalker saga type of movie. We'll start with we'll start with Ian. I know you got one in the bag. So my favorite character in all of Star Wars is Grand Admiral Thrawn. So Ooh. I was upset when he was not canon. But now he's canon again, technically. I haven't seen how they do it, but he's canon now, and that's official. Grand Animal Thrawn is a character in Star Wars. Yes. So I want a Grand Animal Thrawn movie, but I would like it to be like, kind of like what Marvel did with some of their movies, like the Captain America. I think the second one where it was kind of like a spy movie a little bit. So I would yeah. like a Grand War movie, like centered around Grand Animal Thrawn, like conducting like the actual like war with the ships and stuff and the planning and tactics going into it living that everyday uh, life like that load like no jedi essentially like the actual experience of war closer to what like rogue one was like but from the empire's perspective i think that well one they've never done that i think that'd be yeah. something su i think i said grand number thrones just he's kind of a weird character in the sense that i feel like they for a non-force user they almost made him too good <laughs> like he's the smart might be the smartest person in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And but they they explained it like where he he like looks at the art of each species and can like then tell their personality which is the weirdest fucking thing <laughs> I've ever heard. It works. It works. Don't question it. It works. And, but I would just like to see that him standing in his room surrounded by the galaxy's art, which, again, is something we've never really seen. The artwork in Star Wars, like what do all these different species produces? I think it gives us like a lot of different things. We could learn more about the starships and the actual like, does it make sense? Any of the fights? Why did they keep singing X-Wings and Y-Wings and TIE Fighters out there? Did that help at all? Or was that just white noise? And all that mattered were the Star Destroyers shooting off at each other. <laughs> I would just like to see more of that. And like I said, Thrawn is, I think, one of the most well-written characters in the books. He stays consistent throughout. He grows, he falls, and he, he really, I think, captures what a, a villain can be. In the sense that he's the villain because he's on the bad guy side. But he's such a great character. You're like, I kind of want the Empire to win because the Empire under Thrawn's probably not that bad. They probably have yeah. actual taxation policies, which, as we know, is what Star Wars is all about—is about the taxation of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, Thrawn is a great character. I love Thrawn. Which you sold me, I'd watch it. I mean, how far did you get into Rebels, Andy? I know you watched some of it. Two? I don't remember how far you got. End of season two. Okay. Um. And Ian, you haven't watched any any of Rebels. Correct. Um, Thrawn shows up in season three. So for anyone that is curious who this character is, if you get through Rebels or have seen Rebels, he's in Rebels. Um, so, I mean, a little bit of what some of the stuff actually Ian was describing, you can see happen in the show. He does study the art. There's a couple scenes of him looking at art. So you get that. Um, his his very logical tactician brain is in on full display and how he plans 10 steps ahead. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And, and he does have a couple books out. I think what three books right now that are Canon that are part of the part of the star Wars universe right now. I knew they've released the one I hadn't kept up to see if they had released more since the first one. Yeah. I think they, I think they have three out now and I think they announced another trilogy that is coming. So there will be plenty of Thrawn literature out there too. Uh, for anybody that's in it. Yeah. Thrawn, Thrawn's one of my favorites. I love Thrawn. I'm glad I'm with you. I'm glad they made him canon. Cause I was really upset that he, you know, was in the, the old legend stuff mm -hmm. and we weren't sure if we were going to see him again. Like, he was great in those books too. Like I'm like, if you had a pick between him and Mara Jade, they made the right choice. 
Oh, that hurts a little bit. I know, I said that just because you're here. <laughs> I just like I know Brian really likes Mario Jane. I'm just saying this shit. Hurt she, him to his core. <laughs> no, she, no, I'm not even shitting you. She's first on my list of like the first name. I was like, well, who would I make a movie? Yeah, Mary Jane. Let's sure. let's bring her in here. Here's the lead in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was she was another character that was same same legend storyline. Thrawn and Mary Jade were by the same author, Timothy Zahn. Um, they were in the, the Thrawn trilogy way back when Thrawn has made the transition to canon. He is official. He is part of Star Wars again. Uh, Mara Jade, as of right now, still just lives in myth in the legend storylines. Um, and I don't, you know, it's Thrawn's origin got a little bit tweaked, I think, when they brought him into the new canon now. So I'm, I'm curious if they bring Mara Jade in, how she would fit with her backstory and stuff, which I don't want to talk too much about just because for anyone interested in the character, you can, you can try to look them up and maybe read about them yourself. I don't want to spoil any surprise or anything, yeah, but no spoilers. Yeah. I mean, those, but she's, she's great. Oh, yeah, that's, she's she's oh. very kick-ass. She's, uh, she's, I guess different in the sense where, like, I think from a lot of the other, I'm trying to remember now, it's been a while but from some of the other characters. She, more mistrusting in general without trying to give stuff away. Yeah. Trying... yeah. So she's a different is in, you're not very clear about what she's after. It's more, and it, it like organically grows. We were like, is she growing as a character or is she always felt like this, but was hiding it for reasons. And it's yeah. really cool to see that growth. Cause I think it's another thing. Like I think a lot, of, there was that, um, star Wars TV show. They're talking about doing like the underbelly of, uh, Coruscant. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's she could bring some of that if they were to do a movie about it, where it's more like a spy thing, where it's like, oh, let's look at this cool part of Star Wars we never get to see, and that's something her character would bring. And I just wish they would make movies about other stuff. Yeah, it's such a great universe. Like like Mass Effect, I feel the same way. There's so much you can do with it. It's such a large universe. Do a different thing. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all Jedi. Rogue One showed us it doesn't have to be all Jedi's running around. And Rogue One, I think more than Solo, is kind of like the template for me. Like, I'm thinking of movies that fit more the Rogue One style that would work. Mm-hmm. I think Mara Jade could fit sort of something grittier like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to see what this Cassian Andor show for Disney Plus looks like, because I feel like that will hopefully have a uh, genre and a tone that I, I want to see more of in Star Wars. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Um, I have some other picks. I don't know, Ian, you might have another pick or two. But I want to make sure Andy gets in here too before we start rattling off our bunch of picks here. <laughs> let Andy I was, yeah, I was thinking about it, um, and there, there's a few characters I would really want to see like a solo story of. But the one that um, just recently entered my brain while while we were having this whole discussion this entire time is um, Dooku. Mm. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Hells yeah, because he's so intertwined with some of my favorite characters. He's intertwined with Yoda. He's intertwined with Qui Gon Jinn. He's intertwined yeah. with um, Palpatine. He's intertwined with uh, um, Anakin and uh, Obi Wan. You know, I'd love to see him as Yoda's apprentice. I'd love to see him as uh Qui-Gon's master you know just and then I want to see his fall from grace over to the dark side you know I just think that would be so cool to see him sitting on I I want to say he was sitting on the Jedi Council 
or close to it. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember how but, far he got in the ranks. Yeah, but I just think that would be a really cool like story to have, and, and it's sort of maybe not necessarily a character origin, but that, I, mean, I guess it'd be more backstory stuff. So you could, yeah, you could yeah, sort of call that, it that. Yeah, if you could flesh out like his his relationships with all those characters that I just mentioned, I just think that would be really really cool. Yeah, you sold me. I'd watch that. It would almost be like a better story than the prequels. Like, it'd be like the same story, essentially. But well done. They just, yeah, they, they barely glance at some saying some of the stuff. And some of the stuff that they say, I'm like, oh, I would love to see Dooku and Qui-Gon. Or I would love to see Yoda and Dooku, you know. I just like, oh, man, that would just be so cool. And to see, like, that character, like, someone that actually attained, like, a seat on the Jedi Council, like, his fall, the fall from grace from that, like, yeah. actually being able to attain, like, essentially, the highest rank in Jedi-dom, Jedi-dom, yeah. <laughs> and then, then basically do a complete 180 and be the, yeah, almost what, the opposite in the dark side. Yeah, what flips the switch? You know, what, what causes that to happen? You know, it's, I don't know. And then, and then for the Jedi Council to not be monitoring him essentially all this time, it feels like where he's kind of able to do what he wants to do and create these yeah. plans and stuff. Like, did they like just care too much about him still? They like let him like have a light leash, and then like and then just like, seeing him do cool shit because he's a cool fucking dude. <laughs> right, and I think I read something once, and it might have just been like a stupid internet post or whatever. But I want to say that like they mentioned Sifo Diaz. I think in Attack of the Clones. And I want to say his fall into the dark side was tied into that Sifo Diaz fiasco somehow. I feel like I got to remember, I, I, if I remember right, there's some of the Sifo Diaz Easter egg stuff and some of the tying up that storyline or that plot thread happens in like season six or something of Clone Wars. Okay. Doesn't it? Uh, does it? I I, I, re- I only watched that season once, so I don't remember. But I feel like I remember it, seeing something along those lines. So I don't okay. remember how it ties up or what the what the revelation was. Um, but I thought there was something in there. I don't know if it's specifically what you're looking for or what you're thinking of, but that kind of jogged a memory for me there. But yeah, I think in even the more we're talking about it, some of it does seem very. It, I guess it would be very similar to Anakin's story because you figure Palpatine's probably got his hands in Dooku too, trying to ma- manipulate him and groom him to, f- you know, have him fall from grace. Right. Which could mirror very well what happened to Anakin and stuff too. And then brings up how did they fuck up twice? This Jedi Council of two dudes getting seduced by the same dark side guy <laughs> right under their noses. How incompetent were they? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it'd be fun to see, like, Palpatine manipulating someone else. Like, Anakin was his prized people. He's the one he was devoting all this time to. Like, it'd be fun to see him try to, like, be able to turn Dooku, but, like, give less of a shit about Dooku. Right. Like, sort of half-ass it, but, like, like we can tell he's half-assing it, but Dooku still is all for it for some reason. I don't know. I'm just kind of spitballing in my head what that would look like. But yeah, I'm I'm for it. I think that sounds like a cool movie. It'd probably just I'd be see that. less one on one time, more like how Snoke uh, yeah. was with um, Adam Driver because I'm not going to remember names now. Apparently, <laughs> R- yeah, every time Rilo. he's like, "I don't have time for you now. I can't. We can't talk about this yeah, now. I'm fucking <laughs> up here, bugging the sky." Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I'll loop back around to Ian. Ian, you got any other movies you want to throw out there? I know there's two more for sure, but one I think would be really cool. I, I want to say Darth Revan because that's, again, one of my favorite characters. But anything from that old Republic time period, because that is something we don't have in any of the modern Star Wars, is there were just a ton of Force users running around. Like, yeah. a lot. Like, so much that they had multiple galaxy-spanning wars in, like, a 20-year period <laughs> and didn't run out of Force users to have these wars <laughs> with. Like, it got so, like, grandiose. Like, like they had so many Jedi. Some of them just weren't good. They could barely <laughs> swing a lightsaber. They could barely use their Force powers, but they needed them for this galactic war effort. So you just had these most banal people that could barely string two sentences together going out there, and you had the same thing on the Sith side. And then it also brings in, because I'm not sure how much of this is outside of the the Old Republic stuff, but the actual Sith race, you would bring them in, and I they look kind of like, um, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like they look a lot like, um, ah, uh, fuck, what the fuck's that thing? But anyways, they look really cool. <laughs> we were waiting for that reference, it just was, it never showed up. <laughs> I, I see them in my head, and it's going to piss me off, but... <laughs> if you think about it later, just shout it out. They made two... Hellboy. They look like Hellboy. Ah, uh, okay. 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 But they have horns. Gotcha. Hellboy okay. with horns. And they're just <laughs> fucking shit up. And it also brings into the whole, like, how long this whole battle's been going on for eons. Like, it's not a recent thing. Like, this, the whole Star Wars Skywalker trilogy makes it seem like this is a... 40-year story, this is all that's been happening, but it, the Star Wars universe is so expansive, and the light and the dark are constantly fighting, almost as you could say in our own world, that it would be cool to go back in time before there was Bacta and see those kinds of fights. Yeah. And I think, like, Darth Revan's story alone would be a great movie. It has an amazing twist. Like, it would just work. But you could go back to anything in that time period, and I think it would play, just because you would literally see 100-on-100 Stop fucking lightsaber fights. Just watch a couple of the trailers for the Old Republic video game and get a sense sort of like what we're thinking. Like, that stuff in a movie form would be awesome. Yeah, it would, because it's just killer. It's, it's everything you want from an action-based Star Wars. Like, if you wanted one that's more about the action, that's a time period to go to, because there's so many people. You don't. You can kill off half of them, because fuck them. There's yeah. 50 more kids back at base. Yeah, I, I'm thinking the, um, like the Battle of Geonosis, except the whole time. Yeah, so it's the, that's you the know, movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> except instead of them fighting droids, they're fighting Sith. Like yeah, the equal amount of number of Sith. You know. Then you could really go into like the different fighting styles on how they differ, seeing like all this culminate in this is the history of the Jedi before your eyes, and I think that could be yeah. something very special. If done and that's right. something that's you know always been rumored. That was the if you believe the rumors again, that was what the uh, Benioff and Weiss guys from Game of Thrones were supposedly working on for Star Wars before they right, left their right. project. Yeah, I was disappointed with that. Yeah. So there's always been talk of Knights of the Old Re Knights of the Old Republic era stuff happening, um, and I mean Star Wars did announce that they were doing an Old Republic type era. Um, what was it called? High Republic. They called it the High Republic. So they have they have stuff. I think it's supposed to be August. I think when some of that stuff releases, but they're doing novels and tie-in stuff for for a new era of Star Wars. That's not the Skywalker Saga era stuff. Um, so it's the closest thing I think we're gonna get right now to Knights of the Old Republic. So we'll have to see what what happens with those characters in that era. 
I don't know whether we'll get a movie out of it or if it's just going to be multimedia stuff, but it could be something. If you, It might satisfy that Knights of the Republic itch if you just want something. Might have to because I need it. <laughs> um, yeah, Revan was on my list because if you've played Knights of the Republic, you know how good of a story that is, and that should be a movie. That it deserves it. it. Yeah, it tells itself like it. It's a movie. Like yeah. Um, another one for me. Uh, I'd actually again sticking with that tone for Rogue One is I'd like to see, and if it's got to pick a character, focus on Wedge. But more or less, I kind of want to see a Rogue Squadron type movie. So those like, books the, in the movies. Yeah, just you know the fighter squadron that goes on missions, and it gives you an excuse to have really fucking cool space battles every movie. No, because I think that plays with like what I was saying about Thrawn, just seeing that different perspective of the war. Like yeah, it being yeah. this is a war, guys. It's not just like five dudes <laughs> running around doing random shit, finding yeah. wave, Sith wayfinders. There's other shit <laughs> happening. I think that's why I love the end of Rogue One so much because I think it's the the best movie, aside from maybe like the uh, opening of Revenge of the Sith. Just space battle wise, mm-hmm. I think the the space battle in Rogue One is so fucking good, and that also makes me like I want to be there. Like, how do you direct that? Like, how does that even? How do you plan oh, yeah. a a new war, like a new battle like that, <laughs> essentially from scratch? <laughs> Especially with the space because it's in three D, and we have there's no history you could fall back on. Be like, that's what a battle would be like. So I think that would also be just be that would have really cool behind the scenes stuff. I think on that yeah. Blu-ray box set. For two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I I got some other ones too. I could probably go through. But Andy, you got any more you want to touch on? Any other ideas? Um, hmm. Not I don't know. M- most most of the uh, ones that I was thinking would be cool. Uh, I sort of mentioned with my Dooku one, just you know, like a Yoda origin story and. Like a Qui-Gon origin story, but I feel like Dooku's the one that sort of binds all those guys together, which is yeah. sort of why I said him, because he could sort of get a glimpse of everything that was going on right then. Make a Dooku-verse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'll loop back around to Ian. You got any more you want to so, touch on? This is completely different, I think, from all the other ones. So I would like to see something in either like the vein of... um. Spinal Tap or Pop Star about Max Rebo, <laughs> like Max Rebo becoming like the party god, getting a bunch of ship. Like I want to see him grinding out at a young age, making mixtapes and shit, doing Max Rebo shit, and getting like addicted to drugs in his twenties and shit, and then ending up on Jabba's palace because he's addicted to spice or something. I would like to see you... the Max Rebo story. Ian, you have to make that fan film right now. <laughs> right? It's so good! <laughs> like, Lucasfilm will never sanction that shit, but I want to see it so bad. Have this whole, like, VH1 behind the music about Max Rebo. Yes! Literally that. <laughs> I like I'd watch so it. That sounds, that sounds killer awesome. Oh, like, that's a he Disney started touring the galaxy and then just, like, went down his luck, ended up at Jabba's Palace, and just can't get out. He's just stuck there. He's just trying to wait one more banger to get out, and then this fucking moisture <laughs> farmer shows up <laughs> and ruins it. <laughs> wait, 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 we got a serious question. Was Max Rebo on the sail barge when it exploded? Where else would Did he have he been? Did he die in a fiery crash? Where else would he have been? I, I mean, maybe they left the band at home. I don't oh, know. Oh, God, no. They were going to have a whole party when they killed them. All right, so he yes, the drop moisture farmer showed up and killed Max Rebo in the band. <laughs> That's the end of the story. 
Oh my god, yeah. I that's the one, Ian. It's gotta happen. <laughs> Beats it. <laughs> you can submit that for like the fan film awards if you win something. But do my own claymation. <laughs> claymation. That's my next five years of my life. Yeah, that would take forever. It would work though. I I suddenly can't see him not in claymation. <laughs> that skin of his, it's just perfect. He's the perfect character. <laughs> he just looks like Putty. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Um, you got any more? I think I got I got two more I can touch on. Well, outside of that, I guess more general, I would like to see something like again, just in a different vein of um actual like more like a, a slice of life day to day life in the Star Wars universe for regular dicks. What are Norm, what are the droid mechanics up to? Just like going through their life, and there's this whole war in the background, and like actually living that kind of like. I think I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but we've seen shows like that about like what's it like on the home front, like while the yeah. war's happening. Was what's it like for these regular dicks all throughout the galaxy? Do they even give a shit? Like, is it a dead religion or not? Because I'm still not sure if it's <laughs> a dead religion or not. Is there a different religion that's not dead? I wouldn't mind seeing something like that, just as a very baseline thing and then another one I would love to see just Jawas <laughs> give me just the Jawas surviving living out their lives like digging through old machinery exploring Tatooine and just like, finding random shit that no one like they find crate dragon bones and there's a giant pearl in there and you're like holy shit <laughs> we found the jackpot you know just I doing feel Jawa like shit. that should be the uh, Star Wars Holiday Special 2.0 <laughs> yes I've had flashbacks to that Wookiee conversation we just talked about, but just with Jawas. And then I guess just any, like, um, back to origin source, I guess Palpatine's. Like, I know it's been written, but actually seeing it filmed would be something, I don't know, different, but it would, I guess it adds into one maybe more likely because it ties into their whole Skywalker legacy, and apparently that's the only family they know how to make movies about. <laughs> You think it more like a Palpatine movie or like a Plagueis movie? Or I guess they'd be one in the same sort of. Essentially. I don't know how they would want to set it up if it's going to be one film. You know, I'll leave yeah. that to the writers. <laughs> that would be fun. I would watch that. Yeah, because they have that book, the Darth Plagueis book, but I'm unsure if that is canon or not now. Did you read it? That was, I mean, it was prior to the buyout. Like, it, it was pre-canon era, but... Since it still references some of the stuff that happened in the movies, it's hard to tell. That's where it gets a little murky, if that stuff is legit or not, that like overlaps into the movies. Did you happen to read it? I did read that one, yes. Good? Uh, it was a little bit slow, I think, in the beginning, but it, I think it got better. When it got closer to, because kind of, the book kind of overlaps into episode one. Okay. Um, that's sort of like where it starts to to finish up is when you're getting into episode one movie. So I always like seeing the connections there for that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it follows Palpatine's master and like his quest to uh, use the force to, you know, keep people from dying, to create life, to become immortal. Um, and then you see him kind of pick up Palpatine and start grooming him to what he wants to do. And then uh, Palpatine describes it, how he, Turned on his master. Like, that's all that stuff's in the book. And then he eventually starts growing things in vats, you know? Yeah. That's how life goes. Then I think my final one, and people keep fucking saying, make a Boba Fett movie, make a Boba Fett movie. Fuck Boba Fett. 
I want like an HK assassin droid movie. Just this droid going around doing assassination missions, hitting off one-liners about meatbags and shit. Yeah, just fuck give, you, meatbag. Yeah, <laughs> just give me an assassin droid going around murdering all these high-ranking officials in the Star Wars universe that apparently happens all the time. Just a cool, like, another like cool spy movie about it, and then focus it on a droid, which is, again, something I haven't really done, unless you think about the whole trilogy and how it's actually R2-D2's story. Because <laughs> he does almost everything important. Yep. Keeps that plot moving. Literally. It's weird. It's almost like they were weak on writing at some points. <laughs> R2 is the get-out-of-jail-free card. We run ourselves in the corner. I don't know what to do. R2 saves the day. <laughs> Hacking? Yeah, he can hack. Sure, <laughs> why not? <laughs> um, right, so that was the last one you had? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably come up with one when you start talking. <laughs> um, the only two I had left is uh, one for... Just something with Lando. I want Donald Glover's Lando back because I thought he was a, such a fucking highlight from Solo that I just want to see something else with him in it. See, it's more for me, like, I, I get that, and it's almost more like, I want more Donald Glover movies. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> yeah. Make him all the characters. He could be <laughs> He could be Han too, fuck it. I don't care. I mean, I think that's another reason why I think I'd, I'd love to see a Solo 2 in some form, just to get those versions of those characters back. But if I had to pick one, I'd really like to see Donald Glover back as Lando in something. So whether that's a solo movie or part of Solo 2 in some form, if that's a, you know, morphs into a TV show or something, or I doubt we'll ever get an actual legit sequel to that. Um, but if that continues in some way, I just want to see him come back. I think that'd be cool. Solo Dolo. Um, and then the last one I have is one that I feel like I've, I've talked about previously on the show for one that I'd love to see. And it's, I guess more or less a Darth Vader film, but I want to see him bef- between episodes three and four hunting down Jedi. And I think you could, you could frame it from the point of view of like four or five Padawans that escaped order 66 that are trying to outrun this assassin that keeps finding them and tracking them down. And more or less, it's an excuse to have more sequences with Darth Vader like Rogue one where, right. These this group of characters is just running from him the whole time. You know he is hunting them like the Terminator, and every time they get safe, he shows up and fights them. And has to by the end of the movie, there's one left, and he's just picking them off one by one. And you, you know you can get really sadistic to it, where he sort of turns this last Jedi, like gets him so angry that he has killed the rest of his squad. Finally, turns him to the dark side, but doesn't even let him live. Just kills him right at the end. So you have failed your Jedi, and then I kill you anyway. Is the way I think that should end. My, but I think just more excuses to show badass Vader. My only problem with want. that ending is since it's Vader, you can't show him smirking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that that that's just such a whoever does that you had the biggest fucking smirk on your face. You can't <laughs> show it. <laughs> I don't know the 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 emotionless mask. I think would work pretty good. Would he like tilt his head slightly? He, he, you'd have to give him some sort of one-liner, wouldn't you? Like that's the perfect point for the like the the all too easy line. Does does Vader ever laugh in his suit? Uh, even if even if it's like a mis I, maniacal laugh. I honestly do not recall no. him laughing. Yeah, not to my knowledge. I'm now not even sure if Anakin laughed. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed in Attack of the Clones. The whole love scene. Come yeah, on. when he was getting all yeah. I skipped that part floating fruit across the table. That's my super yeah. machete order. I cut out parts of the movies. <laughs> yeah, when he was when he was riding that damn uh 
Nabooian cow thing and fell <laughs> over and rolling around on the grass. Yeah. He was laughing. He was definitely laughing. <laughs> Debunked again, Ian. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> okay, cut all this out but my Max Rebo thing. <laughs> that was gold. <laughs> Done. It was. It's in. Done. <laughs> but no, I think um, that'd be like the Vader Immortal VR game, and it would be really cool. I wouldn't mind also for that movie. I think it'd be really hard to pull off. I know they tried to do it in the Doom movie, but a first-person scene of Darth Vader, like, slicing up a Jedi or whatever, yeah, like okay. a Padawan. Like, just a yeah. first-person thing to try and transfer that all-inspiring fucking greatness machine of destiny like Kane from WWE, like, into you. Make you really feel part of the action. Yeah, fucking do that. shaky can I don't give a shit. Just... Rah, rah. <laughs> You got fan film number two lined up. That's after I make Avatar four. <laughs> you got a you got a stacked plate here. I why I need the money fourteen ninety nine on my OnlyFans. <laughs> and it comes back around. Way to way to bring it full circle there. <laughs> hey, thank you for setting me up. <laughs> <laughs> it paid off. <laughs> um, all right, last call. Any other movies you want to throw out there? No other spinoffs? I, All good? I would be also, just, this is not going to take long, I would like to see how the how the elections work for King and Queen of Nebu. Do they ever explain you can't elect a king or a queen? Does that ever come up? Who knows? <laughs> I would like to see that. And why did we elect like a 12-year-old? <laughs> that's that's the movie that we could cut. Right now I'm vetoing that thing. Give me, more, give me Max Rebo 2. You keep your <laughs> keep your Naboo senator's crap away from okay, me. Okay, so Max Rebo's now on Naboo. <laughs> and he's running for king. I gotta salvage this movie. Max Rebo is my star. Make it happen. <laughs> Alright, well, I think on that note, it's probably a good way to end it. Um... Yeah, I think that concludes our, our Star Wars discussion for right now. I uh, hope you guys have a great May the 4th. Hopefully find something to celebrate with. The shortest Star Watch Wars movie, episode book, ever. Play a game, wear some Star Wars shirts, have some blue milk. Oh yeah, they brought Do. it back. Yeah, I, you know, I went looking for it the other day. I can't find it. I, I can't look a lot of places because I'm, you know, we're still under sort of like quarantine and shit, but if I make another, if I have to leave the house for whatever reason, I'm going to stop by at least one grocery store to try to find that blue milk. Um, all right, so that's it. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star rating and review. Be sure to give us a share on social media. Uh, you can follow us, subscribe to the show, keep up with us. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Anchor, Stitcher, any of those, usually anywhere podcast is found. You should be able to search for us and find us. You can find us also on Facebook. Search Bright Guy and his super friends or go to facebook.com slash superfriends. You can send us questions, comments, topics, suggestions, any of that stuff there. Uh, try to email us, brightguysuperfriends at gmail.com. I won't check it. It's there for show. Really, that's it. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, at BGSuperfriends. That we can see. That I'll check. And on behalf of Andy, Ian, and myself, thank you for listening, and may the 4th be with you. Love you guys. May the 4th.